According to new research published in the journal AIDS, Europe's most homophobic countries may be paving the way for a rise in HIV cases among gay and bisexual men. An international team of researchers from Europe and the US looked at HIV-related service use, need and behaviours among 175,000 gay or bisexual men living in 38 European countries with differing levels of national homophobia. They found that men in homophobic countries had fewer sexual partners and were less likely to be diagnosed with HIV. However, they also found those men knew less about HIV, were less likely to use condoms and are at greater potential risk of getting HIV when they do have sex. Dr Ford Hickson is the co-author of the study and told us more about its background and results. This study links three pieces of data really, some national data collected in the country by ILGA, the International Lesbian and Gay Association, which is a kind of measure of state homophobia or homo-friendliness alongside some social attitude survey. So that's the first set of data about the state of homophobia or heterosexism in different European countries. We then have a lot of outcomes related to HIV, HIV prevention needs, HIV service use, HIV diagnosis, HIV related sexual behaviours and research has already linked those two sets of data together. What we were particularly looking at was the role of the closet as mediating that relationship. So the main, the main theory or the main data about mediating the relationship is around internalised homonegativity. Homophobia makes people feel terrible, results in lots of negative outcomes. What this paper was looking at was the role of the closet. Homophobia keeps people socially concealed, results in lots of negative health outcomes. And we found a lot of support for that, that mediating relationship of the closet. How, how did you go about classifying how homophobic a country is? Uh, we used the International Lesbian and Gay Associations Index and the Social Attitudes Surveys. Uh, so it's a combination of, of uh, data sets that we took from somewhere else. We didn't generate those data sets. But we looked at 38 countries which is the, the number of countries that we polled in EMIS in 2010 and the rest of the data comes from EMIS from 2010 which was about the proportion of men who are uh, thinking about all the people that know you what proportion know that you're attracted to men is the, the identity, the concealment question and the majority of men across Europe in the survey were out to most people that they knew but maybe at a a quarter, less than a quarter, were increasingly what we'd call in the closet. The survey was done on the internet. The majority of men came through gay dating sites, gay websites. We had to use a, quite a large number of different sites because there's no site that is equally used all across Europe. So it was a kind of patchwork of uh, popular sites at the time. I mean more as opposed to dating websites, more dating apps. In 2010, the first geospatial app, Grinder, only really came onto the scene in 2009. Okay. So by 2010, only early adopters would have been on it. It was fast, but it wasn't that fast. Okay. Uh, so in 2010, the majority are from PC and laptop-based websites, which don't locate where people are relative to you. 
which is what the new, the, 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 the big change since then has been about locating people in your proximity. So what was the volume of your, of your database? We had 180,000 gay and bisexual men and other men who have sex with men across Europe. 18,000 of those were in the UK. So now in terms of results, can you outline the sort of main results out of all this? The main results are that HIV outcomes are associated with state and national homophobia and that the mediating, one of the mediating factors of that relationship is sexuality concealment or the closet. One of the big surprises in the study was that although the service use outcomes and the needs outcomes and the behavioural outcomes were all poor in more homophobic countries, they, they were all worse, the actual level of HIV was lower in more homophobic countries. And that was both a surprise and a challenge to um, interpret. How so? Well, if, if services are worse, prevention needs are worse, precautionary behaviours are worse, then you'd expect there to be more HIV, but there wasn't. The countries with the highest degrees of equality tended to be the countries with the highest degrees of highest levels of HIV amongst their gay and bisexual men as well. One of the big problems with interpreting it is we're looking at prevalence in cross-sectional data, so we're actually looking at the outcome of a large number of historical processes. So the the prevalence of HIV now in a country is the result of decades of uh, events and processes building up to it. And those have been very different in different countries. Uh, what's more important is what we take from the, the observations for the way we take prevention in the future. So that leads to my next question, which, which is going to be how these findings can be used that sort of maybe education, but you know, policy as well. Well, in terms of the UK, one of the big important observations of the study is that equality doesn't guarantee prevention. And we have made fabulous strides in uh, both gender identity and sexual orientation uh, equality in this country. Uh, but our, our HIV prevention uh, picture is, is ambiguous successes in some places, not such great successes in others. Overall, we have a high, high level of sexually transmitted infections and HIV in our gay and bisexual men. What the study kind of points towards in terms of equality not being sufficient for prevention is, is that we, we could do with maybe a refocus of energy on reducing harm around sex lives. Reducing harm around sex lives? STIs in particular. Mm. Uh, there's a lot of STIs being passed around amongst gay and bisexual men. Uh, in terms of health impact, it's, it's not a good thing. Uh, Did you find any sort of major differences between younger men and, and older generations? Uh, lots. There are always, always uh, cross-section age differences in, in what people know, do, have, think, aspire to. <laughs> uh, there are age differences, so everything varies across the age the age range. Uh, age is a different characteristic than most other characteristics 
in that the vast majority of people uh, who are young will become old and everyone who was old was young once in the same way that the majority of people don't uh, move between male and female or different ethnic groups or uh, different classes to a large extent. I found it quite interesting about how these apps like Grindr or Tinder kind of put a whole anonymity to the process whereby in more homophobic countries you don't have to meet up at a physical venue which would expose you to you know the public and, and you know perhaps as you don't feel safe doing that in a place like that so can you talk a little bit about how these these phone apps and maybe even the websites have maybe helped to overcome that barrier for people in the more homophobic countries I suppose the first observation is is that the, they're not country level atmospheres. They're not country level environments in all countries. There are welcoming, happy bars full of happy, well balanced people uh, having a good time. Technology m makes certain things easier, and in in the case of of Grinder and Tinder and other geospatial apps, making contact between people easier. And contact between people is a fundamental thing that we're trying to promote in health promotion. Uh, the the extent of your your reciprocally helpful network is very very important for your health. Uh, gay men historically and now have been cut off from reciprocal networks. They're quite often thrown out of families. They quite often have problems with jobs. Historically, that's been a major problem even in this country, even in this country, uh, and continues to be a problem in lots and lots of countries. So any platform that puts people in touch with each other must be a very good thing in terms of their health. Uh, 